This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to a Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host, joined by my co-host, Yahoo Sports, Dalton Del Don. And I'm not really sure why it's just showing your dome on both my video screens. You see me on yours? Unfortunately, I do. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I got it set so it may show up side by side. Again, if, if I can't figure this out, and this isn't my, uh, this isn't my strength here to uh, do video and technical editing, then yeah. we'll just do audio like, like usual. But we'll see. I'm going to try. All right, yeah. No, very, very sophisticated, I'm sure, these days to, to record something visually. Yeah. Nice look, though, dude. Nice look. That's well, I wore clothes this time. The first one I didn't, but no one will, got to see it. So this time you gave me a uh, – so I decided I, – I, I threw on a shirt this time. And, uh, well, you don't know about pants, but leave that to your imagination. Yeah, the, uh, the ones when you weren't – the one where you weren't wearing clothes, that is now uh, – I actually uploaded that without you knowing, and it is now a huge hit in the horror circuit. Oh. <laughs> nice. I didn't realize what a Where's my residuals? Were. Where's my residuals? You should get residuals for that. All right. Well, we uh, we didn't have a podcast last week because uh, you were at the FSTA, and uh, how was that? The FSTA is the Fantasy Sports Trade Association. It's a little convention that we have in our industry. It was actually in LA, which I was a little bit bummed to miss because you know I know LA because I lived there for so long. How was it? What was it like? It, it was uh, fun. More of the same. You were missed. Uh, saw a lot of the RotoWire guys, uh, Peter, Jeff. A bunch of Shannon, a bunch of them um, hung out, and uh, yeah, good times. And then the next uh, two days, I stayed for the company trip. Went to the uh, Yahoo slash Oath offices and just meetings from um, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. just just all day long, nonstop. So it was actually a pretty long trip, leaving from Monday morning. Didn't get back till midnight Thursday. So uh, yeah, it was it was fine though. Cool to see people in the industry, and you know, it was the same. You guys, congratulations! You won a lot of awards. Uh, so did ESPN uh, draft. Uh, Yahoo, we want a couple, um, but yeah, it's uh, you've been there, done that. You know, yeah. a lot of startups that I've never heard of, uh, trying to you know give pass out business cards, right? Stuff like that. Sounds like a huge waste of time. Now you're making me feel better about missing it. It's expensive too, the tickets, it, just to go to. It's like a you know just one night, but it's expensive. But um, it's a good turnout, and the industry is quite obviously doing well, so that's good. Yeah, I'm actually bummed because I missed the steak dinner. Uh, where I was the yeah. uh, top point scorer, and they said they they had seven people there at Taylor's, and the bill was only seven hundred bucks without me there. It's terrible. That, that should be like the app. Uh, yeah, what did they get for the main course? Who knows? It's a fucking disgrace. I mean, I'm embarrassed to be associated with that now because, you know, I, what I would do is I'd get the shrimp scampi that was like thirty five, which is actually cheap because Taylor's is not even that expensive. Their entree as my appetizer. Then I would get the surf and turf as my entree. And it would be market price. Usually it would be about like 80, 90 bucks. And then I get like five drinks maybe. And maybe like another shrimp cocktail and dessert and coffee and a port at the end of the night. You know, it would be like, I'd probably order like 
250 myself, 220 myself, which at an expensive steakhouse, that's not that crazy, but at Taylor's, that's really pushing right. it to the limit. So um, nobody apparently did that, and it was... I, I just feel bad because the guys who were in last place and second to last place who had to pay for it, they're just not incentivized to do better next year, which is the only right. reason I ever... That's the only reason I eat like that. Sure. It's just I was that attempting it, to make a joke. I was attempting to make a joke when I said, then what do they order for the main course when you said the bill was 700 Meaning that it, that should just be for the you know the appetizer. Oh, of course. You're telling of course. me the bill is that you know. So then, what do they get next? But yeah, I, I saw some Twitter chatter, and, and yeah, you you clearly were missed. It just kind of depends on who the buyers were. Were there people that you know deserve this sort of uh, you know getting off free, or uh, did they deserve much worse? Who were I think, they? I don't. I I know Tech Tim, who you probably don't know. He's one of our tech guys. I, who, now I, I, of course, know, I know him. You know Tech Tim? No, not Tim Schuler. Of course I know Tech Tim. He's been to the Vegas oh, trip. Oh, right, 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 right. You used to go. Okay, forget yes. it, forget it. Obviously, yes. you know him. So I think he was a double buyer, I think. I, I don't know because I, I just tuned out the emails. I didn't really care because I, I wasn't – as long as I wasn't buying, you know, I wasn't going. I, I think Vlad was a buyer, and I think yeah. Thornberry was a buyer. I think so. Maybe Scott yeah. Genstad was like a self-buyer. I can't, I can't remember. Right, I, know, okay. I know that Jeff ate for free, and I think Josh Ross ate for free. And I can't remember who else. Schuler, maybe. I don't know. Gotcha. So. Anyway, yeah, no, I saw Vlad. He was uh, good hanging out with him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was good catching up with people. And it, it was fine. But uh, yeah, a lot of meetings. And yeah, yeah what a waste. Old. Who would bring you to a meeting? I mean, what's the point? Yeah, not, <laughs> it's a good question. I mean, it's valid. What uh, do you have to offer? It's nothing. What do you, I mean, come very, on. Very, very you're, not doing, you're not doing anything. You're just, <laughs> what the fuck? It's funny because, uh, you know, Vlad, Vlad one time. I, don't, I can't remember how it came about, but we were in New York at one of these convention things, or maybe it was Tout last year, and uh, he wanted to get some Korean food. He always likes to get the spicy Asian food, which you and I are both down with. Oh, yeah. And we found some Korean place. I just Googled like Korean near, you know, near me and hit maps, and this one got good ratings. So I was like, all right, let's just meet here. It was like 36 and something. And we went, and it was honestly like a top three Korean meal of my life. It was excellent. It just, just made me think of it. Where was that? It was like 36th off of 5th, maybe, between 5th and 6th. And it was just, it was, a, you know, a reasonably nice restaurant. It wasn't, like, really fancy. But it got good ratings. And it was really, really good. A everything was good. It was spicy. We got some, you know, hot stuff. I don't know what we got, but it was, it was excellent. Maybe Vlad yeah, will remember. We went to one uh, nice restaurant called Neighbor. It was pretty good, but they served it family style because it was like a company dinner. So so many people had to been so expensive. But you you never get a restaurant's A game when it's family style. You know right. you know you don't, you don't get to pick your own main course. You know so it's never quite a full representation. Yeah, well, one time actually, I may have told this story before on this podcast, but long enough ago that I I feel okay. I usually repeat my stories like every three years. You'll probably get the same stories over and over. But one time it was Yahoo. I think you were already working there. Maybe not. And it was a bunch of Yahoo um, execs, and they were taking Brandon and Barron's and, and Brad out to a very fancy steak dinner in Vegas. And we were all in Vegas, and everyone's getting pretty blacked out. And Andy Barron's could not be found. He must have got blacked out, disappeared, gone somewhere. And so they were like, hey, we have a reservation for six or seven or whatever the number was. You want to go in his place? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go in his place. <laughs> so I went and I got like a super you know, good steak and appetizers and wine and booze. It was, it was nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. So, and, you, and you didn't have to pay any of it. No, I was, I was the company. I, I was, it was just I was, you know, I was the Andy Barron's seat. I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast because now, 
now those other guys will get fired. But the thing is, it, no, no, it's okay. It's hardly the first time he's been discovered in a gutter the next morning. Believe me, I mean on this trip, on this trip alone, it happened twice. So yeah. I mean, this last trip, so don't don't worry about it. Oh yeah, Baron's a degenerate. I mean, yeah. obviously, everyone knows that. It's not like I'm breaking. Yeah. There's no news that I'm breaking here. Yeah, exactly. So a couple weeks ago, we did the podcast, and and I told you about my war with orbits. Did you follow course, along to see yes. what happened? Do you want to, do you know what uh, happened? Absolutely a little bit. Yeah, I know that you I read your you wrote you wrote a whole article. Yes, I read that. Yeah. Yes. So So we basically I mean Heather okay, so I'll just go back over it really quick, but Heather made an error. She booked our flights in March and she booked hers on miles for Wednesday to Sunday itinerary and then she accidentally booked Sasha's and my ticket with cash, you know, with a credit card on Thursday to Sunday, which is like a terrible itinerary. It's three days, it's a seven-hour flight, it's five time zones with a six-year-old. Like, she'll be six at the time. It's just a bad trip. So she didn't realize it until like three weeks later, but it was still December, which is three months before the trip. She's like, oh, shit, I put you guys on the Thursday flight. I got to go fix that. So she calls Orbitz. And instead of being like, oh, it's 150 bucks to change, which we were worried about, like $250 change fees, 300 bucks, they're just like, no, if you can't. Only. What's that? If only. Right, and that, that would already be ridiculous because the flight we're trying to change to was cheaper than the one we got accidentally booked on, meaning it was, it's like they were having a harder time filling the other one up than, than the one we were on, so what do they care? But right. they said, no, you can't change it at all because you booked through Orbitz. You've got to talk to TAP. So we called TAP. They said, nope, you didn't book through us. You booked through Orbitz. Take it up with them. So they both pawned us off on each other, and so we got supervisors, all that shit. Nobody was willing to do anything. I called Chase. The credit card she booked, no, we can't. Did they deliver the date they said they would? Yeah, I mean, they did. It was an accident, but okay, then we can't do it. You can't do it for fraud. Trip insurance, nope, doesn't work. You need some sort of like illness or something like that. So, you know, I I was just like, all right. So our choice was book a three-day trip to New York. I mean, four is still too short, but, you know, we're we're working, but at least there's something. Or just eat $1,000, just lose the tickets and buy them back. I started thinking about it, and I was like, I don't. That's just not, that choice is bullshit, right? When they could just change it. Somebody could change it. But just because of policy and the way their works, they were not willing, empowered or willing to change it for me. I'm like, this right. is bullshit. This is not a choice I accept. So I wrote that blog on Medium detailing the whole thing and just how these companies, they just make a policy that fucks you and gets them more money, even though there's no business purpose for it, right? They're not, it's not like, oh, well, you're, you're trying to change your flight the day before the flight, and that seat's going to go unsold, so you're costing us money. There'd be a purpose in charging a penalty if you book the day or a week before the flight leaves, because obviously they're losing money on you because you switch. They have an incentive to get you to commit. But three months out, when the other one's cheaper, there's no incentive. There's no legitimate business purpose for not letting us just switch. So I just you know, got a, a lot of my Twitter followers are really good about it, and they, uh, they kind of piled on. And I don't know if this is what did it, but what the, they Orbitz called me like an hour after I did this. I cc'd the CEO of Expedia, which is the conglomerate that owns Orbitz and all these you know hotels and a bunch of other uh, Travelocity, Hotwire, and I cc'd Mark Stopa and asking him whether having not a very sufficient disclosure only behind a fine print hyperlink constitutes being a member of an afflicted class for the purposes of a class action lawsuit. I was like cc'ing Stopa. And I was having these legal discussions with Ted Bell. I think Ted Bell's a lawyer, actually. He listens to our right. podcast. He was like, yeah, you know, a lot of people would want to get involved. You know, we were just chit-chatting about it while CCing the CEO of Expedia. I'm not sure if that helped or not, but I do know that after I started doing that, about an hour later, the fixer from Orbitz called and refunded the flight in full. Oh, okay. I didn't know the conclusion. I didn't know that. All right. Refunded, cool. okay. refunded that shit in full. 
Okay, so we got all the money back. Then, okay, okay. since I already complained to Chase, and they had seen all the Twitter stuff, and they were added in a bunch of Twitter posts, a couple of days later, they said, you know, we're so sorry, we looked into your thing, but since they, it wasn't fraud in the sense that they did deliver the flight that, they, that you right. accidentally signed up for, we can't, you know, un, not pay them, but here's 50,000 miles for you at, for your trouble. Oh, so wow. I got that shit refunded in full, and I got a bonus 50,000 miles. And a happy ending. It pays all it took was just, you know, like 48 man hours and, and a couple of times yeah. of your life and <laughs> just, you know, you're, you're good yeah. to go. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah, it was so worth it. It was, it was, oh. well, it's worth it because, you know, I, I like, I kind of like the fight. A. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I talked talk to Jeff about this on the XM show. I'm watching Ray Donovan, which I really like. And at one point, Katie Holmes, who she doesn't want him to leave that, leave the place. I can't remember what she says, but she says, I think you just like the fight or you're just addicted to the fight, which I think is true of me also. Like, I like the fight. But it's not just that. I, I wrote it out and I, I laid it out. And I also feel like I made a point, which I do on this podcast, on the radio show, about how we have this sort of financialization of everything. Everything's, like, set up to make you do all the shit and, like, oh, well, your choices are A or B and they're both bad and you can't do anything because it's policy and policy's inflexible. And, you know, and I just felt like I was able to highlight that and make them pay for that policy like they had to refund me but also there were like 50 people who were saying i'm never using this again obviously the, right, the article right, right, right. got read you know more than three thousand times because you can look at your stats on, on medium meaning all these people know that expedia owns them now and that it's a conglomerate that has these shitty policies so i feel like you know my goal was to punish them and to get my money back but also like i, I think if every, i want everybody to act like that when they get cheated i want everybody to go world war three and love the fight to the point where those policies just they just can't be sustainable because it's just not worth it in terms of their time and effort and you know and just customer service time and, and, and they're just be so hated and it's just such a negative thing and social media that they just simply cannot if you make an error and it's three months out they just fix it for you because that that's just much cheaper than doing what they tried to do to me. That's yeah, I, I don't watch Ray Donovan. It's far too realistic for me. I, I wish that show would just take a leap every, every once in a while, you know, just for entertainment purposes. You know, <laughs> see, take see, a leap. See, the thing is, I hear what you're saying. Like, it is unrealistic, like all the crazy shit that happens. But it's very realistic in terms of the characters are very consistent and believable, like the, how they are. Like okay. Mickey is Mickey. Like he's always Mickey. And Ray is pretty much Ray. Like they're all, you know, Bunchy is Bunchy. Like Terry's right. Terry, like they're all good characters and good actors. They're not like jumping out of character and doing shit that they wouldn't normally do. Secondly, right. everything they go about, they do it in the way that they would do it. And secondly, the dialogue is good and realistic. You never feel like there's like a fake line or some line that's there to like just pander to somebody. It's all right. real sounding. The shit that actually happens is super unrealistic. But I, I can deal with a show that has real themes, real characters, and real dialogue. Right. Yeah. You know, the shit that I don't like is those shows like that. I couldn't even watch that. Was it Mindhunter or something, that show on Netflix? Yeah, it, yeah. it was just like I was listening to the dialogue. I was like, this shit is so fake. It's embarrassing. I couldn't I watch it. Is this that one? Yes, that scene was bad. Yes. Okay. So bad. Well, that was the first episode. I was like, I can't watch this shit. All right, okay, well, Anyone who would not cut out that episode cannot I, make a good <laughs> in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I mean, I would give you a hard time, but I, I've watched every episode of Ray Donovan, so I, I can't give you that hard I'm time. I'm in season four. I'm only in season. And like Shriver or whatever I ever say his name and Voight, like both get nominated for like legit awards, by the way, like, 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 like Emmys and stuff. So I can't, but anyway, okay, no, I'm with you. It's it's entertaining, but, uh, uh, circling back, congratulations. And it's more than just the money. It's just the principle 
of winning that, you know, and, and just the fight actually, you know, it paid off. Yeah, it's not just the fight. It's the fight and winning. And, and I was right. I was in the right, and they were in the wrong. And the only thing were I was they very, Were they super apologetic no, on the phone? No, no, she wasn't that nice. I said, listen, one thing I'll just say is I really, you know, you can just do a pop-up. Like if, if there's a not, if it's so draconian to change, before you book, you, it should say like tap Portugal. It shouldn't be some fine print and there's a link that's not even in display. I, I actually screenshotted each page when you sign up in, in my blog. Right. And, and, and I was like, there's nowhere that it says it here. You'd actually have to click on a fine print link and then open up another pop-up to see what TAP's policies were when you book through a third party and that they're not changeable. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you, you have to at least have a pop-up that says, hey, be careful before you book. Be sure this is the right date. What's and what that? was the response? What was the response? She was like, uh, it's disclosed in that, you know, you can see that it's disclosed Blah, 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 blah. And then she dinged me because she said, you know, I can see that you got refunded last year. Heather fought like crazy and got something refunded when I changed the flight. It was a little different from Orbitz, and it was on tap. So she's like, you knew already. And I said, well, we, <laughs> we, I didn't even actually answer that because it is true. We sort of knew about tap was bad. But in our defense, like, we booked so many different flights since then, so it wasn't like we're on the lookout. And also, she didn't it wouldn't have really mattered in this case because she just made an error. Like, she made a mistake. So she would have thought, yeah, that's fine. We know which one we want. But actually, she accidentally, you know, booked the wrong one. So she tried to be like, well, you knew and whatever. But it, it, there's, no, there's no defense for that. I mean, if the policy is really bad for you, if you do book this flight, it's got to come up in a pop-up. And the reason they don't do that is because people wouldn't use third-party sites then. Why would I risk that? Why would I lock myself in? Whereas if I book straight on tap... I can actually make a change if I need to. Right, right. right. So. All right. Well, anyway, no, good stuff. I, I, the money. I, I just, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And the cool. months. And right. And will you use them again? No, fuck no. Hell no. Okay. Why would I lock myself into something that's that inflexible? Heather yeah. likes them. Heather's used them for like 15 years. Yeah. Right. So, but okay. no way. All right. All right. You want to talk a little Super Bowl? You got anything else? Um, yeah, well, I was going to jump back real quick. Uh, you were talking about Andy Barron and, and, and those awards. Uh, I know they're, they're not exactly the same company. I think it's FSWA is the one that Andy's the president of, in which we were nominated this podcast last year. But what happened? What happened? Uh, I put your name on it this year. Oh, that's that's what happened. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. You, yeah. You last like, year, you were whining like a nutless monkey that I only took credit for myself. And that apparently two years in a row we were nominated, by the way. Not just last year, 2016 oh, and oh, I don't think I really, and, oh. and the one year I put your name on it, we don't get nominated. That sounds about right. Okay. That's, yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Yeah. Oh, all right, Liz. Okay. Um, what, what did you think of the uh, championship games? Um, I thought that, I thought they were good. I, I thought Jacksonville was disappointing because they should have won. They should have just, sure. they just got really too conservative, but they were too conservative. The refs were very New England friendly with those ticky-tack pass interference calls. There's also like a, a, a – I remember one play where Jacksonville was rushing Brady, and it was such a blatant hold. They didn't call it. But Brady's a badass. I mean, even with all that, it's like he was down 10 points in the fourth quarter to an elite defense, and he just got it without done. Gronk. Without Gronk. Right, and he just got it, got it done yet, ag get a, yet again. Yeah. No, it's, it's unreal. It's crazy. It's just, and it's just like almost at this point – uh, it's a it's just foregone conclusion. It's it's just uh, it's anticlimactic. It's just it's expected. It's 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 all. I mean, it's almost like it, it's just so it's so easy to take them in the Super Bowl because it, we've seen this so many times. 
Yeah, I mean, last year I'm still pissed when I had the Falcons because that was that should not have happened. It was twenty eight three, but yeah, I mean he he's not going to crack. They, they they wear you down, they tire you out, they hurry it up. It's no matter how good your defense is, it's just really hard to withstand consistent QB that's constantly getting the ball out, constantly knows where everyone's going to be. They're executing over and over again, and you just get worn down. And, and I took that's why I took him. I, I just think like Foles had an amazing game. I mean Foles played even better than Brady. Foles was perfect. I mean, it was one of the best games I've seen by a quarterback all year. He was just throwing under under duress, but pinpoint. Did you think that uh, Miles Jack play was a touchdown? Oh, the one where... The fumble. I don't know why they blew the whistle. I mean, that was kind of stupid, but why not just let him play and then review it later, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, the other game, uh, yeah, man, how about that just going down 7 nothing immediately? The Vikings, it's like, oh, okay. Yep. It, it's going to go like we expected the week before with this Eagles team. And then just, what a crazy. I mean, remember, I know you know well the last time the Vikings were in the championship game, they also were road favorites against your Giants. Yep. Not quite as bad as 41 to nothing, but man, what just well, a, a total joke. I didn't see that. That was a great game. I, uh, I, was, I got so rocked the night before. This is in 2000. That yeah, I overslept. You know, in LA, the games are at ten. Oh, yeah, where you are too. Yeah. I uh, I must have I got so rocked that I literally overslept and I woke up. I was like, oh shit, it's ten thirty. You know, like my my team's in the championship game. Right. There's no DVR. There's no like catching up. It's just you know, back in the day, it was just it is what it is. That was like twenty one nothing immediately. Fourteen nothing when I turned on the TV and I was like, yeah. oh shit. You know what did I? You know this is awesome. And they just right. killed them. And of course. Um, the Ravens, that was a horrible Super Bowl. Man, I had that teaser. All I, all I needed were the Vikings, uh, what, plus four? Because I had the, the, the Pats. I just needed them to, to win, basically. And, uh, yeah, that was, I didn't see that, that blowout coming. But the Eagles, I mean, what, what did Foles get? It? I, you said he played great. But what did he, what did he actually get, like 6.0 YPA or something? No, no, like 10 or something. Did he get like 10? Okay, I thought I looked at that wrong. That makes far more sense. But that's his, okay, all right. 11 maybe, a, 11 maybe. I mean, he was, okay. he was throwing under duress and beautiful throws to Alshon Jeffrey. That one to Torrey Smith was like such a good throw. Like he didn't even have to do anything. It just, it just hit him. He okay. was covered. I, yeah. I was looking at some over-under uh, prop bets writing in the uh, – yeah, 10.7. You're right. Okay. All right. I totally looked at that wrong. Okay. Obviously, I knew he played well. I thought the right. YP – okay. So what, do you, so, what do you, so what do you make of this now? I mean it's, it's – uh, um, all, all I know is I will say is, you know, that Swamp League, the, this, uh, you know, Salfino Run League, uh, how, how that goes, the one and done? Right. Yeah. Um, man, it's getting popular. It's like a lot of entries, like probably like 90 entries, and it's like $50. It's a decent payout. And I'm like top ten, and I have all Patriots, but Deion Lewis, so, and I, I mean, so I'm set up pretty, nice. Nice. Pr- pretty good. I mean, I have I have Brady, Gronk, uh, Hogan, Cooks, defense, kicker, everything. So that should be, we'll see how that goes. But uh, wish me luck. Yeah, you got it. It's a lock. You got it. You thank you. Luck. Thank you. So it's over. yeah, so, so spend the money now. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Just like I already did next year's super contest. All I already right. have. Of course. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card. Get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. 
Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. All right, so so what do you make of uh, the Super Bowl? Let's, let's talk the big game. You know, so I, what, immediately after the games, I was like, ah, Foles is legit, and he was good in 2013, and maybe he's good, you know, and he, he's, you see, like, how Jeff Fisher destroyed, he, Foles was there, too, but Case right. Keenum and, and Jared Goff, and, like, what a difference a system makes for a quarterback, and you think, okay, with Doug Peterson, maybe Foles is legit, maybe Foles is like Goff or something, where he's now good, um, mm-hmm. again, now that he's in a good system, and he obviously was good for 13 straight games, or when he had one of the best seasons of all time on an efficiency basis. So I was like, yeah, maybe they're good. And obviously the rest of the team is good. But the more I thought about it after like a week, I sat on it. I wasn't sure. I was like, you know what? This team was underdogs to the Falcons. The Falcons could have beat them um, if they just made a good play call at the goal line. They were underdogs at home to the Vikings. And the hypothetical line before uh, the Vikings game and before the Jaguars game was uh, Patriots minus seven. Right. So now it's gone all the way to four and a half. And why? I don't think it's because of how the Patriots performed without Gronk. I don't think that really moved the needle. I think it's because Foles against that defense played that well. But I wrote it up in, in my column. First off, the Eagles really, their defense is good, but it really struggles against uh, hurry up. And Brady's the master of the hurry up. So that's, that's a bad matchup for them. And all those short pass catchers like Lewis and Burkhead and Amendola and Cooks, they can all just catch short passes whenever they want. And secondly, the thing that makes Brady an all-time great and makes him not Nick Foles is consistency, right? Foles showed he can play at a Brady-like level, which he did last week, two weeks ago. But the difference between Foles and Brady is that Brady does it like, you know, 75, 80% of the time, and Foles might do it 30, 40% of the time, you know, 20% right. of the time. And that's yeah. it's really the difference, right? Because anybody can – Joe Flacco could be a superstar quarterback for a couple of playoff games, but mm-hmm. if you look at the likelihood of, of who's going to crack between Brady and Foles and with the – game on the line and two weeks to prepare I would say Foles is the one who's going to crack so I, I laid the wood I have a 31-23 Patriots yeah no, it's interesting and what do you make of the, the crazy the Patriots just not ever scoring I, I don't even know the exact amount is it really negative two points in the first quarter in seven Super Bowls I mean is that what it is I mean that's, that's yeah, absurd for a team know. with two weeks to prepare I well, mean it's well, kind of crazy I know they defer but I mean well, they, they played the Giants twice when the Giants' defense was pretty badass. They played the Seahawks that one game, although they ended up scoring points later. They, you know, they played some good defenses. I don't know. I'm not really not Falcons. Really sure. I know it's just weird. It's, it's just yeah. weird, though. I mean, it's yeah, I, I, it's it's random to me. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Okay. And then what about all the what about all the money, the line moving? You know, two points and uh, seemingly sharps and uh, and the public are, are all over the the Eagles. Does that mean anything to you? No, not not at all. Not not even a little, right? Would no. it? Would it? Okay. Right. You know, I, who knows who Sharp is and what? You know, it's just like that idea of like, I, I I thought about it. You know, it took me like a week before I had a, a lean, and then I was like, you know what? I feel pretty good about this. Okay, and, and you're laying the points. I'm laying the wood. Yeah. You're, you're laying the wood. Okay. What about and, you? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think I'm uh, honestly going to legitimately bet the money line. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's close, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they blow them out. Right. And, and, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they bl- just kill them and Foles is like, right. oh, of course, it's Foles. This is a team right. that was going to be a big underdog. And, 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 and they just had, yeah, two home games, you know, and things happen. They do have a solid defense, but they get behind and, and just uh, they could could get ugly and it could seemingly like, you know, three hours before be like this was so obvious we should have seen it coming. I could see that. 
Yeah, I, I like the Patriots minus 21.5 at 8-1. to one. I saw that. I saw that. And I saw that no-huddle stat, too. That's interesting. You can dissect things so many different ways, but I might as just just Belichick and they've been there and, and Brady and – uh, they're they're relatively healthy. I mean, they they played the Super Bowl last year without Gronk. I mean, they're 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 healthy, assuming his hands fine. And yeah, I don't I don't know. I just can't. Uh, this this Eagles team's fine, but I mean, they allowed a ton of passing touchdowns. I don't think they're like historic. I mean, they're okay, but they're not an elite defense. Like when I when I look at the Super Bowl, first checklist is is an elite defense, I know. top five in the last ten years. And if it is, that's who I'm taking with the points. No questions asked. I don't care who the, the what the names on the jerseys are. That's who I'm taking. If that's not the case, and it is not the case here, Eagles defense was above average, Patriots was average, then okay, then what's the next paradigm that this fits into? What's the next sort of, how do we look at it? And to me, it looks like one of those games where we gave the Eagles no chance. We didn't even think they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. Nobody in their you know, playoff pools was really loading up on Eagles, right? Part of it is because it's hard to know who's going to do well on the team, but no one's really loading up on Eagles. And so... What happens is the team unexpectedly gets through, and even they did it impressively, obviously, against the Vikings. And then there's two weeks between, so the hype starts growing. Oh, the Eagles could do it. This is, this is their chance. And usually in that case, the team that we expected to be there all along kills the team that had no business being there all along and not, you know, in their nice little run notwithstanding. So you know, the, the Vikings, I really think they were in a bad spot last week traveling after that crazy emotional win where they're like celebrating, going crazy, and the next week they're back in practice. Not that that's an excuse, but... I just didn't think it was a good setup for them. I didn't think they'd get killed like that. I actually thought they were going to win, but it's not that surprising that they got beat, and once the wheels came off, they came off. The way I look at this is it's, it's like when the Bears made it through against the Colts that year, or like I guess the Bears were the number one seed, but I guess the Eagles are too, but nobody thought yes, they were good. Yes, they lost right. Tommy Harris, who was their best defensive player, and they weren't the same but- team. Right, right. Well, in a weird way, uh, it's e- I mean, it's easier for an inferior team to get uh, as the one seed because you just need to win two home home games. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like an inferior team. However, you got there, it's easier to win two games. Obviously, both being at home. So I mean, so you know, obviously, there's a big difference here at quarterback position. So it's just massive. So if you were to bet, would you prefer to bet on say the Pats minus two hundred or Brady to win MVP say minus one fifty? I thought it was like plus one fifty. I think Stoba yeah, got plus Stoba 160. Thought that, that's, I, I can't get that now. That's crazy. Okay. That's great for him. That's amazing. That's a no-brainer. But let's say it moves the juice just something like that for you because that's, that's – minus, minus 200. The money line wouldn't – oh, right. I see minus 200 because it's four and a half, right? So it's like minus 200 or it would be minus 160 for Brady MVP. Minus 150 or whatever, somewhere around there. Give or take, whatever. The, just for the exercise, you know, right I, around I think, there. I think it's about the same, right? Like I think there's okay. like a 20% chance, 25, if the Patriots win – that it's Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis, Gronk, or Cooks, I think are the guys who could be MVP. I don't think it'll be a defensive player on the Pats, although... It could be. The, who was that? Uh, was that Larry Brown? Yeah, like you get a pick six and you get two picks. Neil O'Donnell literally like threw directly to him like twi- uh, twice. Right. But um, yeah, so last year I was going nuts. I made a big, big bet on Brady to win MVP, and I, and I was just going crazy in overtime. And I was just thought it was a foregone conclusion, but I mean... Uh, you realize James White had uh, three, 14 like, catches, 14, yeah. 14 catches, yeah, yeah. three touchdowns and 140 right. yards. Like he easily and Brady could have still been, won it. And Brady still won. Yeah, it. that's that's part of the the you know advantage is that it is a vote, and of course people vote for Brady because they slurp Brady. But right. anyway, that that would have been that would have been ridiculous. Thought have been like going nuts, cheering, so, and I actually don't care about the Patriots. And then if I saw James White up there holding the trophy, I would have gone nuts. But um, anyway, I'm with you. I think the Patriots cover this game. And were you going to bet on it at all? I know you're such a you know coward, a nutless well, monkey. You probably won't. Well, I have a small bet with uh, Davis Maddock because that was the only person who offered me one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably will. I, I probably will bet it. You know, just like 
maybe three, four hundred bucks, something like that. You know, yeah, last year, I'm still scarred from last year where I had about five hundred plus some, you know, alternate line bets on the Falcons, like Falcons minus seven and a half at like three and a half to one or something like that. Falcons minus right. seven and a half. Think about that. They were up twenty eight three. Okay, like that was coming in. I was going right. to win like I don't know nine nine hundred bucks, something like that, and I ended up losing six hundred. I was sitting in Barcelona in a hotel room with, watching with my headphones with Heather and Sasha sleeping in the bed and me sitting on the chair with my headphones at 4.30 in the morning being so enraged and not – I couldn't even yell. I couldn't – I was on Twitter like <laughs> tweeting all this shit. I actually, I, I'm, I'm going to do this for the first time ever since I was 14 when I was on a ski trip. We were barely watching the Bears-Patriots. Uh, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl in real time. I'm going to watch it the next day on Rewind. Which oh, is really? crazy. Yeah, fuck it. I don't, those commercials are so stupid. I don't give a shit at all about that stuff. Oh, let's see who, what the commercials are. Who gives a fuck? I mean, this is so stupid. The fact that people care about that, that's like embarrassing to care about that. Well, well it's also in today's day. I, mean, you can watch, I bet you could watch half of them online right now if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, well, you, why you would you it. want to? I mean, it's just a bunch no. of right. shit right. products and stupid sure. trying to be funny stuff. So, oh, look how clever that was. It's fucking commercials. Like watch a movie, yeah, watch yes. a show. Jesus Christ! So yeah, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'll just watch. So so like the ne- it'll be fun. I'll wake up the next morning, like try to have no connection to any media, not check my email or anything, and then just I won't know who won the Super Bowl or how it went, and then I'll I'll watch you know, yeah, while you guys are sleeping in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, I mean, if, I'm, if you go to a Super Bowl party, I can never even hear the commercials anyway. Yeah. If I'm like around a group of people and I'm you're like trying to get an appetizer, a drink, bathroom break, it's just, it's always just crazy anyway. But that that will be interesting because yeah, yeah. So you uh, do you think it'll actually mess with you knowing that this event actually already occurred on Earth and everyone else knows about right, it, right? Except me, a little bit. So so like it has so, to, right? It does, right? Well, I did it with the Eagles game. Like so, I watched the Jags Pats in real time, but I didn't watch. I was like. I'm not watching right. this Eagles game in real time. It's too late. That was so, late, yeah. So that, well, I mean, it's late. It's five, I'm eight hours at, behind you, okay? Right. So I just waited the next morning. I'm like, there's a team in the Super Bowl, and I don't know which one it is. And when the Vikings score the touchdown, I'm like, oh, obviously it's the Vikings, right? But like everybody else had seen the entire result of it. So right. Yeah, I'm gonna do it that way. I think. Okay. All right. Interesting. That'll be fun. That's Especially fun. if I put some serious money on it, because. That was so annoying, not being able to get to bed, being so enraged at like 5 a.m., being on vacation and being, sure. like, this is ruining my whole next day, and I'm so pissed. Right. And right. I, I was like, oh, I'm counting my money. I'm like, sweet, I'm having 900 extra bucks. I'll take us out to a, you know, a Michelin-starred restaurant tomorrow night. I'll, and then suddenly right. be in debt 600. That was terrible. Right. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll bet the money line, and I think they'll win, and they could easily, they could, cut, they could blow them out. I, I, I fear it actually will be ugly in a, in a boring game, um, but... Who knows? I hope so. Uh, I hope so. You, you do hope so, yeah. What about? I saw you did a, a blog um, uh, before we, we we wrap this up. Did you want to talk about any props you liked? I mean, obviously they're always funny. The the national anthem and the coin toss and all that. Same old, same shit, different year. Yeah. So I like all the like Brady attempts, Brady completions, Brady yards. Um, I think they're going to hurry it up based on that stat that Pat Thorman of uh, Pro Football Focus that I quoted uh-huh. in the book article. I think they realize that's the way to beat the Eagles and to keep the pass rush off of them and to keep them from substituting and staying fresh. Um, and they're also, the Eagles are also very good against the run. I think Brady's going to throw a ton, complete a ton, get a ton of yards. So I like all the overs on that. The other thing I liked, I saw um, there's LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi and it's first carry over under three and a half yards. And you think, well, Ajayi averaged 5.8 yards per carry with the Eagles. Like, over-under is three and a half. Take the over. Yeah, yeah. 
But right. you got to look at success rate, right? That's success yeah, exactly, rate. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So the squares will be like, well, I'll, I'll take the over. He averages way more than that. But you don't average the number. Right? It, it's like you, you get more than that like on 40% of your carries because you're, you get 30 on one, and then you get like 3, 1, 1, 30, and then you average 5.8. So I, I would bet you know anything like that I would bet. I think like the fresher the defensive lineman, the tougher too. I mean, maybe that's totally anecdotal, but it feels that way. Right. So like later in the game, you're saying like they, that's when they do break their bigger ones. Yeah, I think I think that's right. sort of a a trick line. Um, and you're right. actually laying like minus 120 for that shit or something because because the sharps know that and the squares are like oh I can get plus 115. He's just got you know it just seems like a a bet to trick the public into transferring money to the sharps and maybe right. the public is lucky. Right. There's, there's some field goal ones that I always feel like, I'm like, oh, that's what the line is, but it always does hit. I forget what that is. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I said I like over 26 and a half yards for the shortest field goal of the game. Oh, okay. And yeah. the only way I think that happens is if the Patriots, if it's like a tie game with like 10 seconds left and they just kick the chip shot to win it. Like both of these coaches are not nutless monkeys and they know that you just don't try – a 22-yard field goal, which is like from the five-yard line, very right. often, you know, you're usually going to go for it and not end up kicking. So, right. I I would take the over on that, but that's the I'm not strong on that. And then and the biggest one is the Patriots minus 21 and a half at eight to one, and I yeah. actually even like the Eagles minus whatever 14 and a half at like nine to one because I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, blowouts happen all the time. I, I just think like I, I want right. to just have some huge payout there, in the event of a blowout. There was a stretch there where every Super Bowl was a blowout, wasn't it? Like a five, yeah. six, seven-year stretch? Yeah, there was, yeah. And, and you, you know, you don't, you don't really see it coming. But think about the, the Vikings were favored last week, and they got blown out. Imagine right. with the odds you would have got on that, like Eagles minus 21 and a half. You would have right. got like and, and, ridiculous odds on that. Right, and theoretically, you know, they're not as familiar with each other in a different conference, right. and they, you know, neither are at home, and all the other media and the family stuff asking for tickets and all that other circus. It just does seem like they're, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah, that, that it could something crazy could happen. My point is, you know, I mean, just like it's just like so. I, I could see it either way. So um, I, I, I like that. I like going to extremes on both those, giving giving points to with the Eagles. That'd be fun. So we'll see. I'm gonna try to get a bunch of those in. I'll probably have like 500 bucks at play. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah, nothing, like that. Right. nothing crazy. Um, gotcha. Makes sense. Um, what else? Uh, what else going on? Um, oh man, what's up with their uh, Bitcoin? <laughs> it's been kind of like stuck between ten and twelve thousand the last few weeks, and yeah. which is like a pretty big correction from its peak, like at twenty. But first of all, I got it a lot cheaper than that. Although I got a little bit more and more expensive than that, but little snippets of it, not a whole lot of money. But I, I'm just sort of like lock it away in my cold storage. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. If it goes below 10, I might buy another sliver here and there. So just keep adding to my position if it goes down. But I'm not really – I don't have enough money that if it went to zero that I would be life-changing. And I just, I just I believe in what it means. And I do think if you ever watch – I would watch like as many Andreas Antonopoulos videos as you can to like get more into like what it is, what the philosophy of it is. Not really philosophy, but what it really means. And his point is just like what the internet did for communication and being able to communicate with anybody at any time and the way it revolutionized it and newspapers are dying and all the sort of guardians of communication and media. Like, you know, this, this conversation, a thousand people will watch it. That was not possible before the internet unless you worked for 
Well, you do work for Yahoo now. God knows they'll hire anybody at this point. But, you know, if you didn't work for like a major outlet, you couldn't communicate to that many people at any point. There's just no way to do it. And he said what the internet did for media and communication, Bitcoin and, and, and the blockchain, but mostly Bitcoin, is going to do for money. So right. you're just, it's going to be a whole different world of money. And he kind of thinks like your, your daughter and son will not know what a bank is because it just won't, it just won't be necessary. So. All right, so over under on a given day, I'll say 23.5 times you check the current price. That would have been, I would take the over in like November when I, like every week it was going up another thousand and I kept sending, I kept taking screenshots and sending it to Heather like, because <laughs> she was mocking me when I bought it for 4,600 and there was like 5,700 because it went right down to 3,200 and there was 57, 62, 72. And then it was at like, you know, 19,600 and I would send her that screenshot and I was like, yeah, how do you like me now? But now that it's <laughs> kind of been between 10 and 11 and it's, you know, toggled below 10 a little bit. Um, I don't check it that much, maybe twice a day. Sometimes I'll go a whole day, whole day and forget uh, because I'm just, you know, the mania is worn off and okay. I, I miss the mania. I'm not going to lie to you, but, but no, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not selling no matter what. If it dips below 10, again, I may just keep buying a little, you know, 0 0.1, 0 0.2, a little bit here, a little bit there, add to the position. Yeah, no, I think it has dipped below 10, hasn't it? It had, yeah. I, I, I got a little bit. Oh yeah, okay. It's right around there. Okay, yeah. All right, so. yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to bring bring that up to you. I hope yeah. it's uh, that. No. How it's, much? It's, how much? Uh, how in are you? You just put that like that first investment in, right? The fifteen. Yeah, just just the first investment. And now it's worth like a thousand. Now it's worth a thousand. You're fifteen hundred. Just, right? just letting it chill. Where where you know, let it go. It's but fine. you lost you lost like thirty percent of your money already, right? Like I lost. Yeah, down. probably. Around, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, okay. right around there. Yeah, okay. so far. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't don't sweat it. Don't okay. whatever you do. Don't sell it. And get yourself some cold storage. Get out of get it out of Coinbase. I know, I know. I, I do need to do that still. Um, so uh, what else we got going on? Um, you said you were tired. Um, you know what I did the other day, dude? I stubbed my toe on the like the the, the side of my door, and it's like swelled up, swollen up, and it's like black and blue, and I can barely walk. Have you ever done this? What can a doctor do? Like, there's nothing you can do with a pinky toe, can they? I mean, I stubbed my toe before and gotten it black and blue. If you broke it, you know, they sometimes can tape it so it doesn't right. jostle and the bone can heal straight, doesn't heal crooked. I don't think they can really do much as long as it's not infected yeah. or something. I don't really see. Yeah. Real man doesn't butt. Bone Bone's not sticking out. What's that? Bone's not sticking out or anything yet, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give another day or two. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I might have to go. I don't want it to, to grow, as you said, you know, maybe I need it taped or something, but yeah. it's kind of painful, man. What a klutz I am. It's, well, it's horrible. You could just go Ronnie Lott. Real man goes Ronnie Lott. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Could do that. Could do that. Um, all right. So uh, that's all I got for you. Um, I did a, 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 vid, a, a like a video pod with Pat Mayo. You know Pat? I do know him. Yeah. You know, he's a good guy. He had me just talking to, all about uh, my favorite TV shows of the past year. It's like ninety minutes. If you want to listen to that, it's probably too much. But anyway, so go to my my uh, Twitter or whatever and check out a video pod with me and Pat bullshitting about TV. Check um, out that's Dalton's awesome. Twitter. Okay, so we'll promote for once in your life. We'll let you promote something because you never. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know how that because it went so well for you to attach my name to the awards too. So the, right, the, this, the nominations. The so, They're going to watch so, that yeah. thing, and I'm never going to go back to this podcast. But Don Del Don <laughs> did something different. It's on Pat Mayo's video podcast, video cast, his TV show, sure. his webcast. Yeah. Or podcast, whatever. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. And uh, you can go check out at Dalton Del Don. 
And what did you pin it to the top of your? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Okay. I think I retweeted a bunch of it. You'll, you'll find it. You just pin it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I need, okay. I need to do that. Just I need to do better. And then just do it for a week, and then you can unpin it. Check it out. One other thing, if you like this podcast, well, first of all, if this, this is going to be on YouTube, if I can figure this shit out, which is, I'd say, 40, 60 against, but it, it's certainly possible, comment on YouTube, check, you know, send it around. That We appreciate that. Also, obviously, it's going to be in the normal iTunes, and uh, in that case, Give it five stars. If you feel like rating it, give a comment. We do appreciate that. And if you're into fantasy sports, we're going to start talking fantasy baseball. I don't know if we'll do one next week. We'll think about it. Might take a break or whatever, but maybe we'll do one. But certainly we're going to be starting baseball, you know, starting to talk about the players we like and getting ready for our drafts. So, all right. Yes. Yeah, hopefully the video works this time. We can see your uh, beautiful Lisbon behind you and people see it looks like I'm broadcasting well, from a I can't see what I look like or where the camera's pointing because oh. I can see it. You can, I can oh, see it's it. fine. Okay, good. Because all I can see yeah. is your mug. So that's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know your backdrop's slightly better than mine. So yeah. I'll, 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 I'm I'll, I see how much you upgraded it. You, you really made the effort. Nice work. Yeah, no, no, I did not do anything. No, I, that's how, faith, how little faith I have in you uh, having the ability to make this work. Right, exactly. <laughs> you must have little faith because you would have done something. Because yeah, You don't exactly. have to tell people that you didn't do anything because it's pretty obvious that you didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, all right, man. That's all you got. So I 2720 is, is my – what, three of the five of us in staff picks have the same exact yeah, score? Well, I mean, it's a nutless monkey score because it's right on common yeah. numbers. Right. I have 3123. You're, okay. you're, you're barely under because it's 48 and a half. I'm over. Right. I like the over. Makes sense. All right. All right, dude. Yeah, well, everyone should be feeding me anyway. What a horrible year. Oh, what a horrible God. year I had. But um, I can't even believe you did the playoffs. You should have just stayed home. I know. Pathetic. Terrible. All right, man. All right, let's. All right. Take All right. it easy, Don. All, right. All, All right. right. Later, man. Later.